They're bros. They're dads. One is Big Ball Sack Harry J. Riley. The other is Cautionary Tale Philip Kopsinski. Welcome to Bro Dads. 30 minutes. Episodes. Yeah, let's do two thirty-minute episodes. Okay. They're gonna. That means we gotta start off with a sponsor. Yes. Yes. Uh, all right. Welcome to Bro Dads. Bro Dads. All right. We gotta start out. We've been doing the sponsors too late. Uh, they were getting upset. So. Uh, so this week's episode's sponsored by Chair Crutch. So, uh, have you ever broken furniture? At your friend's house? Are you gaining so much weight that you're breaking furniture wherever you go? Fat bitch. Use chair crutch. It's a foldable stick you can put on the legs so you don't have to be scared by your friend's furniture. Yeah, Yeah, get chair crutch so you can sit in your grandmother's antique chair without the whole family saying, God damn it, what is your problem? Why are you doing this? You're killing yourself. You, how many warning signs does it take? How many types of diabetes do you have to have before you start to listen to us and give up on these potato chips? Now with chair crutch, you can Sit inside that chair with a bowl of mashed potatoes and a handful of gravy. Mashed taters. So use BroDads at uh, chaircrutch.com and you will get 25% off. But you don't have to take 25% off of your body mass. Big bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Chair Crutch, for uh, giving us. Yes, thank you, Chair Crutch. Uh, it's nice. It's nice to get sponsorships, you know, this early in. Uh, in our podcast. Yeah. And for um, things that our um, listeners really need. Um, you know, I think you do this, but maybe you don't. Do you ever just fire off some weird shit and then forget that you did it? Oh. And then it comes back to haunt you? Yeah. Dude, I, uh, Amanda, a few weeks ago, I made reservations at a restaurant and Amanda was like, that's so nice. I love it when you do that because then like... I don't have to make decisions. It can, we could just show up and you're just taking me wherever. So I was like, noted. So I was like, <laughs> I am. And then, so Friday we realized it was just us. And, uh, and I was like, I'm going to make reservations. I'm going to be a good husband, all that. And no, there was no place. I mean, we're like two weeks before Christmas, like people yeah. are, you know, going out there. So like anything from four to eight, it was just every place I was trying to make reservations. I couldn't find one. And then I found one where they had like, 545, like a little, okay, I, so I got it, but I had filled out so many of these forms. Some of them you have to fill out and then it tells you like, man, we don't have time at that rather than tell you what times they have. Yeah. So I was getting fed up. So in the uh, comment section, I just wrote compliment my, my wife's hair or outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, I didn't even remember that I did this. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it. We sit down and uh, the late, the young gal like fills up the water was like oh my god i love your hair and she's like what (laughs) and i'm like oh shit (laughs) i definitely did that (laughs) and then she goes did you ask her to say that like i'm like "Mm, there's a lot of things happen yeah I'm like, i was like no i said well that's your hair looks does look nice and she's like oh my god wow okay and then we like eating our, we get, you know, an appetizer and then we're eating our meal. She uses the restroom and she comes back and she's like, I just looked at my hair 
and there is nothing special about it. She she's getting to, she's getting this thing where she's like, "What is this girl's problem? Is she making fun of me?" Like she's like, "Why would a twenty something give a compliment to a forty year old woman's end of day hair? It's all messed up. I didn't have time to do anything to it." She's like, "Is this some kind of prank being pulled on me by these young women?" Gracious. So then I was like. Okay, I gotta come clean. <laughs> and I told her, and she's like, "What? <laughs> You're like making this poor." Guy. So then it didn't turn into like she's pulling a trick on me. She's like, "How could you make these poor women? You force them to compliment your wife." I'm like, "I bet they thought it was a nice gesture." Yeah. But um, anyway, I you know I I'm so pissed that I couldn't keep it a secret. Yeah, because it would have I mean, been so. She was turning. She was turning into something diabolical. Yeah, I did. I felt like I had to say something. Cause she was like, "What? What is? What's going on? Are they pranking me?" Yeah, you know. She, you yeah. know, it seemed like the logical next step for her. She was just going to reach into her purse, pull out her sidearm. Yeah. And just <laughs> <laughs> you said what to me, bitch? <laughs> um. <laughs> it, I just I wish I hadn't said anything because it would be so funny like throughout the year to keep doing yeah. that at restaurants and put that note in there. Yeah, like are you celebrating a special occasions? Like my wife needs compliments on her hair. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She does have nice hair. I do think it might be even funnier now to do it because if they compliment her on her hair, they'll be like, she'll be like, thank you, and then look at me like. <laughs> You're for, like you're forcing like it's such a weird like like an arister like if you like how far can you push those comments I mean the fact that they're even reading them yeah I, I just thought they never were, was reading them so I just put all kinds of bullshit in there yeah you can do can you can you, they be like oh you smell nice what deodorant do you use like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> say something about how everyone in our in our group Smells great, yeah. which would be a really funny thing to do at like you know you just show up like in in like overalls and <laughs> like hay sticking out. And shit. <laughs> like we just came down from the farm. Thanks, uh, dude. This we went to a nice restaurant. I hadn't been there for a very long time, and it's so funny like living in the Pacific Northwest because I mean this was. So it's a nice place in yeah. Liberty Lake. And uh, okay. at one point, I was looking, in my vision, there were two guys wearing the same flannel. <laughs> like, like that's. I just think that's so funny. Like, guys that are like, well, we're going out tonight. Better get, better get the unstained flannel. <laughs> it's cold out, and I don't want to look like a bitch with a coat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, why? Why do men do this? Because you 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 see it too with uh, with weddings, where the the bride will have on like a traditional dress, yeah. and then the dude will just show up in like jeans and his sneakers and like a Green Bay Packers jersey, and it's like what? <laughs> what, what? Is, is this not a special occasion for you? It is a special occasion. That's why he's wearing. His his uh his team's swag. <laughs> you think I wear my Brett Favre jersey anywhere? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing this to symbolize that Brett Favre can consummate my marriage if he so chooses. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Just imagine Brett Favre in a corner smoking a cigarette. Like, yeah, this is my third wedding this week. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that Packers fans are mad about with Brett Favre is the fact that he didn't send those dip pics to their wives. Yeah, that's yeah they. <laughs> Man. Like, how dare he leave us out? <laughs> that dude could have ran for mayor of Green Bay and won oh, in yeah. a landslide. Oh, he's still yeah. good, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's still good. That's uh that is a weird thing. Like, what are the Jets? What's by the way, what is with the Jets taking the leftovers of Green Bay? Is that like I, a pipeline? Yeah, it seems <laughs> like it's a just a straight pipeline. Yeah. You have an amazing career with the Packers, and then you just basically con the Jets out of about thirty to fifty million dollars, because hey, New York seems like a nicer place to break myself. In. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have a broken body where I can just have like taxis and subways take me everywhere, <laughs> rather than going into the tundra of Green Bay. I mean, it's and you would think. Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have even wanted to go there just because Brett Favre uh, went there, so he would want to, you know, make his own path. But I'm starting to think that Aaron Rodgers is not really as cool of a dude as he puts on. I, I think there's some insecurities there. Well, it's hard to be cool when, uh, you know, when they got all that. I mean, you become a lot less cool when they're like, hey, man, we got $20 million dollars you just sitting here yeah i mean dude you could be the coolest guy in the world and if they're like hey man you want to uh we'll give you 20 million dollars and all you need to do is look at the camera and say che- <laughs> cheese whiz is my favorite kind of cheese <laughs> and my third favorite kind of whiz <laughs> <laughs> number one is me, me peeing <laughs> And number two is 1982's Michael Jackson's uh, uh, Michael Jackson's uh, masterpiece movie called The Wiz. Yeah, The Wiz. <laughs> and then my third type of Wiz is Cheese Wiz. <laughs> but it is my favorite type of cheese. You know, it'd be funny if, if Cheese Wiz came out with like a gourmet. Cheese, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, they should. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like, like a nice soft French cheese yeah. that just pushes itself out of a can <laughs> through a little mini tube. <laughs> what? Like, oh yeah, this is a. We have regular cheese whiz and brie. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> that would. I don't. I wonder if that would be like the set. Like, it's just the. It just says brie innards. <laughs> Do you love brie but hate that troublesome crust? (laughs) Dude, I wonder if you just poked a brie wheel and squeezed it, if that could be like a brie cheese wheel, brie whiz. I've never handled brie. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's – it's – it's nice. It's just hard because you buy a wheel Mm. and you're like, okay, it's just me and my lady and we're going to – Keep our shit together. <laughs> just we're gonna bake it, and then it softens in the middle, and the crust is still kind of hard. And you're like, I'm just gonna have a little bit. We're just you gonna, gotta bake it. You yeah yeah you want to because then it like softens the inside, oh, okay. and the inside gets all soft, and then you can open it up with like crackers. Oh. And then uh, it, it you could be with two people or twenty people, and that <laughs> wheel will disappear every time. You'll eat 
you wind up eating an entire. That'd be like, be like I'm gonna buy this brick of cheddar cheese, and no matter what, every time you open it, you eat the entire brick of cheddar. Because <laughs> that brie, you can get these little brie wheels, you can get the big brie wheels. It doesn't yeah. matter. They're all you eat the whole wheel every time. Mm. Yeah, it's Man, that, yeah. I just listened to a podcast called American Filth, and they were talking. This episode was about um, presidential cheeses. Ooh, because in two occasions. Someone made gigantic wheels of cheese to give to presidents. One to Thomas Jefferson and the other one to Andrew Jackson. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, that's probably back when like the word monger wasn't, uh, didn't seem like it was maybe a, a title with some esteem. Yeah. If you're like a fishmonger or a cheesemonger, yeah. Yeah. you're like a respected member of the community. Yeah. Can you imagine meeting someone who said they're blank monger? Right now, you'd be like, get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) Who invited this monger? (laughs) It would be cool if... uh if we had kept that, like, oh, this is a computer monger. Yeah. Ooh, instead of sluts, we call them dick mongers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, if there's any um, dick mongers out there, um, we will be performing at the Draft Zone uh, on the 31st of December. Come out and monger some dicks. Yeah, if there's... Not a, ours, uh, <laughs> but just let us witness you monger the dicks. It would be cool if a ladies' man was called calls himself a fishmonger. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rob Wentz. <laughs> just some dude who doesn't care. You don't need to wash it or nothing. <laughs> They call me the fishmonger. <laughs> I prefer my women unbathed. Come to my house after the after, come to my house after you're doing your uh, circuit. <laughs> He's just hanging outside of those uh those gyms where they lift where they lift tires and shit. Oh yeah, what what what's the name of it? Uh oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um. All I know is that the women out of those gyms are they're peachy keen. They are yeah, yeah. They're they're uh, as oh. we've said, sturdy gals. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. They're good for farms. Um, oh man, gyms. I saw one. It was uh, two hoop festival, uh, and uh, I was just down there taking photos. Yeah, and I saw, and she was definitely she looked like she. That's what she did. And her body was so uh, weird. I mean, hot. I mean, she was. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's wild to see a woman with like defined biceps. Yeah, yeah, she had like, I'm talking about, she was bicep yeah. duck, traps, <laughs> no so no chest. I mean, she, it, 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 she, you could see through the shirt that she had on a bra, but it was mainly just there for like, for like nipple covering. And she had the fattest ass. It, yeah, it was nice. like, did you just did squats and bench presses and was like trying to play basketball? Man, I was at Planet Fitness last night. There was this one woman. I was like, is this a like, is that a boob job or just pecs? Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lady I follow on uh, Instagram where I ask myself that question all the time because she is. She is the female version of an Adonis. I, I mean, ch- chiseled, 
out of marble, but still has like that was Selena Williams. Wait, wait, am I saying no, what? which no. one? <laughs> no, that's Selena. No, Serena. Serena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I messed up Selena Gomez. Yeah, Serena. Oh, Serena Williams Selena was like <laughs> Serena, dude. Yeah, Serena Williams was like a. She, I mean, that's what she was like an Adonis of yeah. a female. Yeah. yeah, she is. I, I bet you she fucks her husband. It's not the other way around. Oh yeah, it's an Amazonian. Yeah, she, it's a yeah. She's yeah. just in the closet when he walks in, and then she just jumps out and like, give me that. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> do you know her, who her husband is? Yes, yeah, I'm a millionaire. He's a nerdy. He's a nerdy white guy who started Reddit. Yeah, like he's like sunken chest. Always got a smile on his face. Yeah, because he's <laughs> he's getting drained every yeah, morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not getting dicked down. He's <laughs> he's getting vagina down. <laughs> that guy, he's get he's he's just a he's a fishmonger with his own net. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about. <clears throat> so, I and don't judge me. But I do fall under the belief that we live in a simulation. But the simulation isn't based on me. Because there's some people that I'm like, they're winning at life too much. This simulation is about them. And I think he's one of those guys. Oh, yeah. He's fucking Serena Williams. He's a fucking billionaire. He, he, could, he could be... In, he could be in Spokane right now and go, you know what? I want to go to Seattle, but I don't want to take one of those pesky planes. Within an hour, he could have a helicopter come grab yeah. him and take him to Seattle. That's, that's video game type of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I, he might have a little whistle. Yeah. Just, just a... <laughs> helicopter. Yeah. You whistled, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sorry. That, that, that was the wrong whistle. I, I, meant, I meant for my spaceship whistle. <laughs> the, the guy just changes his outfit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pulls a helmet out. No, this is a space helicopter, man. Just shut the fuck up and get in. <laughs> man, I think about this shit all the time when uh uh I was in Hilliard and I saw a Ferrari. And not a, and not like a 1984. I'm talking about brand new, recently purchased Ferrari. And I mean, it had Montana tags on it, but I think they do that for tax purposes. But I was just like, I must be in his simulation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just the the, the the NPC in Grand Theft Auto. Or he's Auto. an NPC in your simulation. Oh my goodness, that's the saddest role playing. That's why game. whenever I see a supercar, I just kick the door real hard. And I'm like, yep, we're in my world. <laughs> this is my simulation. If there were real consequences, do you think? Do I bet serial killers are like, fuck, dude, I'm in my own video game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kill. trying to get the high score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this is. But uh, to we were, me, though, that's the only way to explain some things. At least in, you know, in my warped mind. I like the idea of the terms of like, well, these people have achieved too much success. Is the way to define it, you know? Because, because, uh, well, but it's funny, like. 
The only thing that I would argue against that is that everybody who starts making crazy money, not everybody, but a vast majority of people who make crazy seem to make their way to the United States. Yeah. So, you know, if, or, or, or yeah, or they're like in the government of their own country or if they, yeah, yeah. cause if they stick, cause if you become a billionaire in like China or Russia, eventually the government's like, Hey, why don't you come to this prison? Let me talk to you. Yeah, for a while. yeah, especially China, man. It it <laughs> yeah. seems like that's their um, pastime. You know Jack Ma? Yeah, the guy. Yeah, he's like their Bezos. Yeah, and he was getting. He was like he was. They were like propping him up. Like this. See what a see what China's got one too. Yeah, like like, like, like see we can we can do it. We can make one. And then uh, he came <laughs> out and he's like, China needs to loosen up their policies and and the world needs to get to know China a little more. And then he just disappeared for yeah. like sixty days. Yeah, uh, that I mean that's crazy. Like it's so like could you imagine if Bezos came out and was like, man. I don't know about this administration. They're kind of screwing me a little bit. And then the next thing, Bezos is gone for a while. <laughs> What's so funny is I feel like a lot of people, the people in America, there's only a few people would be like, whoa, man, that's fucked up. You can't do that in this country. But I feel like a lot of people would be like, yeah, I think most good, of the burn the rich. Let's all eat him. Yep. <laughs> Share think, his blood. Yep. I think most people would. Would be would be like, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> you know what, man? I struggle with that so much. I struggle yeah. with the, uh, I struggle with, uh, because if you, if you, um, find a way to amass a fortune, uh, I think that that should be applauded. You know, you should, uh, you should be able to, you know, do as you wish. But man, on the other side of that, I'm like, man, you can make a lot of money, but also not fuck people over. Yeah, you, you well, can make billions. And I don't know. Yeah, I think I think if you're making that kind of money, you got to fuck a few people over. I mean, at that point, if, you might be just be fucking over other rich people. Yeah, if you're fucking <laughs> over other rich people. That's the. I feel like that's the game they play uh, when they're investing money into shit. But you know, I, I was talking to David Anderson a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how. The, the Amazon um, warehouses and how strict they are. Oh, yeah, and, dude. Yeah. And, and how everything is just so to the second. And, and it's like... Yeah, that, that guy's not going to last out there. Yeah. He, he, He's going to wind up whistling at a chick or something. <laughs> he'll be, some woman will walk by. He'll be like, hello, ma'am. They're like, ma'am? <laughs> I am a bear. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Amazon's wild. They got like uh, breastfeeding stations and then it's like, uh, crazy. and then, but on the outside of it has like 10 different languages. Holy shit. Like <laughs> it's pretty funny. Cause like, uh, I mean, you never, like, I would bet that if there's gotta be people who that must drive crazy. Yes. Like they're like, what, what? They're breastfeeding in different languages in that. <laughs> <laughs> you that kid is getting Dutch titty milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just, dude. That's uh, uh, yeah. well. This this whole argument uh, can be gone down to a very small level because I like so. You know, I started comedy at thirty three, mm-hmm. and. Uh, well, anyway, Which is a good age, I think. To well, start. Yeah, there's like real life that I've had behind me, but uh, 
Uh, I've already had enough failure to be like, <laughs> I don't have a dream here, <laughs> yeah, which is really helpful. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm like, oh, dude, I could do a bar gig in Montana and get a room. <laughs> I made it. Dude, I get $12 towards my food? (laughs) I didn't think I'd ever get this far. (laughs) You know, so it's like, it could be nice. But uh, when there's a lot of comics who make jokes about landlords. Yeah. And I am, like, I can't contribute because I have an investment property. Mm -hmm. I am a lord of the land. (laughs) And... Dude, if I if I ever tried to fit in, I would sound like the worst undercover cop. <laughs> I'd be like, "Yeah, these landlords are idiots." You know, I heard some of them don't even put in; they put less than forty percent down on their rental properties, and they try to get a seven percent return. Well, we all know the market rate's five point five percent. People are like, "What are you? Are you one of them?" <laughs> Just, dude, Man. can you believe? Can you believe the? Deposits that some of these landlords are asking seems pretty seems pretty against the rules and regulations of the Washington State <laughs> Landlord Code, if you ask me. I feel bad for landlords. I, 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 I honestly do, because you know, you know, it's your property, but I'm borrowing it. So if something happens and I have to leave it. I have no attachment to it, so oh, I yeah. can so I can leave my six a foot pile of dog doo doo that I got in the corner just there. I can just leave it there and just yeah. go wherever. But you, that's your property. You have yeah. to. You can't leave it there and, and expect somebody else to move in and be like, oh, don't mind the six foot pile of dog doo. I heard that after three years. It'll become two feet, and <laughs> you, you could deal with it. You know, you. So I can understand if you're a landlord of, of, especially like a house, and you, you're like, well, I gotta make sure that I can recoup any losses in case, you know, they just have a cow that moves in that just punches all the walls. Oh yeah, dude. And so I, I, I can understand that. You, you know, I can't. And because we're in a capitalist society, uh, people should be able to make money off of the things that they're offering for um, sale. So, I, I, dude, when things go wrong in a rental house, they go real wrong. Yeah, like <laughs> real wrong. And I mean, you know, it, it is pretty wild. Like where we live, it's it's pretty fair. Evenly the the rule the the rules and regulations and you can yeah. get help if you really need it as a as a renter like yeah. if you're getting evicted and you are having a hard time and they take you to court you can then if you show up to the hearing yeah. you can fight it pretty easily with and it's a lot of free help available to you or at least get extensions or whatever you know yeah. but most of the real problems the landlords face are like uh, meth labs squatters yeah. yeah and that shit gets. That shit gets uh, real wild because uh, yeah. you can be, if you want, you can move to someone's house and just be like, I'm not paying rent and then put and then change the locks and uh, and then the landlord can't get in. Yeah. And, and then if you're like, hey, this person's in the house, like, well, do you have a lease with them? Well, that's for the courts. Like you can't get the cops to kick them out. You have to go through like a, a procedure through the courts that could take months. Yeah. And, 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 and because it's expensive. Squatter, yeah. They, 
they don't have any money and they're <clears> definitely not um, going to show up because that means they're going to leave the house. <laughs> oh, dude, my my uh, I know someone who inherited a property and uh, they then the 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 renter of this property was a squatter. Like they inherited a rental with a squatter in it. And so they couldn't, it was during COVID uh, like moratorium on eviction. Yeah. So they couldn't evict the, (laughs) couldn't evict this guy. And so she was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to just sell the house and sold it for like a hundred thousand dollars less than what it would be worth because they couldn't even get access to the inside to like take pictures. So it was almost like, well, you're buying whatever you're buying. So they did the they did evict him through a, a sale of the house. Yeah. And there was a pool in the backyard that had a full uh car engine in the pool. <laughs> and then uh and then like the inside, the people the the all the power got turned off. So they were just ripping up the floor and burning it and <laughs> stuff. So like fifty percent of the floor was just gone down to the to the earth and to or the or the foundation, and they were just burning it and shit, and they were just burning parts of the house to keep themselves warm in the How winter. Fucking <laughs> backwards is that? Uh, it wasn't backwards at all. It was like in a neighborhood. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like you're gonna burn the house to keep oh. you warm in the house. No, that's like rioting. Where like I'm gonna burn down the grocery store near my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then bitch, two days yeah. later yeah. that you gotta go. <laughs> where can I get my kumquats now? <laughs> Some. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. If you're gonna riot, go go riot in another zip code. <laughs> <laughs> I think the vast majority of rioters are not even from that neighborhood. I think the vast, well, uh, the vast majority of the destructive rioters, the people who are dest- just destroying random shit, are just people who are like, man, this is a come up. <laughs> I'm about to go fucking riot at the Les Schwab and get myself some new tires. Dude, most rioters are just FBI agents in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest conspiracy theory. <laughs> That'd be such a great conspiracy theory. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That, I, I, man, that would be so cool to have a... Uh, like a conference of conspiracy theories. Yeah. And like, does anybody have a new one? Yeah. Oh, man, Spokane doesn't have enough um, conferences. Let's just start one. Dude, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. It's like, turtles are just sandwiches. Is any, and then people are like, what are you talking about? Have you tried to buy one? <laughs> <laughs> They're just sandwiches that came to life. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're at the... The panda... Dude, panda bears are just Samoan wrestlers (laughs) that got too fat for the Japanese Medicare system, so they ship them to China. You ever seen an old Samoan wrestler? You ever seen an old sumo wrestler? God, did I say Samoan or some... You said Samoan. Ah! (laughs) Jesus Christ. Let's see how many different races I can offend on this podcast. (laughs) I got like a checklist. (laughs) <laughs> what are Filipinesies called? <laughs> I got one left on my <laughs> being a <laughs> racially offensive bingo card. <laughs> We're at 30 minutes. We're at 30 minutes. Oh, this is a good time to bring up what I was talking about right before the podcast. Okay. What's a more Christmas movie? Die Hard or Lethal Weapon? See, I can't remember the first. 
lethal weapon movie. So well, do you remember Die Hard pretty well? So my mm-hmm. so my mom my Amanda is like, it's not a Christmas movie. Die which Hard? I think I think at this point you can't make that argument. It's been it's been on TBS for like twenty five years. Yeah. But also And it happens during Christmas, right? It happens during Christmas. Yeah. There's a Christmas miracle. Okay. Right? He mm-hmm. has gifts. He has a big teddy bear. He gives to his daughter. He also gives the gift of escape to yeah. all those people in the Nagasaki plasma. Plasma? Plasma? <laughs> plaza. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, if you mix the limo driver and the fat cop, now you got Santa Claus. Okay. You take the, in, the positive energy of the limo driver. Mm-hmm. And then you take the fatness of, the- <laughs> of Carl Winslow. <laughs> oh yeah, dude! I forgot that, that guy was like the half st- the supporting star of the show. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Twinkie himself. <laughs> Do you think Twinkie paid for the spot in? They had to. Yeah, because because I, I bet you they would have been like, man, we we'll, we'll say any name unless they pay us. That's a hilarious. I th- I wonder if you go to. Twinkie's social media account if they've ever been like don't ever forget Die Hard was sponsored by Twinkie <laughs> <laughs> the number one action Christmas movie forever sponsored by Twinkie does that even can you legally say that if they didn't do it like if you're Twinkie I mean if you're the social media person you just start firing off like crazy just see what happens social media you can say whatever <laughs> I think you can be like Abraham Lincoln's last meal was a Twinkie <laughs> <laughs> And it was also the first Twinkie. (laughs) Actually, you know what was nice is Abraham Lincoln finally freed the cream from the cake. (laughs) 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 So dumb. That's so dumb. (laughs) Does Lethal Weapon have um, Christmas stuff in it? Uh, it takes place during Christmas. All right, that's a Christmas movie. That's yeah, all it has to. That's that's the only thing it has. There's a Santa Claus. Oh, that's a Christmas movie. That, well, kind of. He's it's just an extra. He's at the bottom when a guy's trying to jump, and then and then uh, Riggs, who's uh, Mel Gibson's character, grabs the guy, and he's like, "You want to jump? Let's jump!" And he handcuffs himself to the guy, and then they jump off the building together. Yeah. And the guy's like, "Well, this guy's crazy. This guy's crazy." And Riggs has to talk to a psychologist, and he's like, yeah. "Well, you don't think I stick a gun in my mouth every single night? Is that what you want to hear? I got a bullet just for the occasion." And anyway, there, anyway, one of the extras at the bottom of the jumping thing yeah, is a guy dressed like Santa Claus. That's a Christmas movie. And Danny Glover's. Uh, Murtaugh's house is uh, decorated like like Christmas, right. and at the end of the movie, and in the obviously Christmas miracle, they uh, they the they get away with everything. Okay. Uh, may, you can't maybe you don't say they're reindeers, but the people running the drug operation are part of uh, an elite military squad that oh. used that were in Vietnam together, and Riggs. Mel Gibson's character was also a member of that squad, but oh. he he was not, you know, he's a good guy. They're the bad guys. So you could argue that Mel Gibson's sort of a rain the sort of a Rudolph the red nosed reindeer figure who couldn't play in the reindeer games. I'm following it all the way. Okay. And then at the end, there's a gift. He gives <laughs> Murtaugh, uh, Danny Glover, a bullet that he had saved to kill himself with. Oh. And uh, and he gives it to his daughter. And she's like, What's this? He's like, he'll know. And then, uh, and and then also a joke that I don't think would hold up today, and maybe has nothing to do with Christmas, but uh, uh, Danny Glover is always like, 
My wife's cooking is so bad. <laughs> I don't know how that's Christmassy, but maybe just like the, you know, the sort of nobody's happy about the leftovers. Yeah. yeah. Faye's mom was a terrible um, cook, so. Yeah. That is a crazy. Could you imagine a stand up comic today being like. Man, I tell you guys what, my wife cooking is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be me. That'll be me yeah. when I make it. <laughs> That's what you should do. Walk as soon as f- you make it, you <laughs> just make that hard right turn. Yeah. No. I'll, well, no. I'll just I'll, maybe if I lose like fifty pounds and I'm just skin and bones. <laughs> People ask me why I'm so skinny. My wife's cooking so bad. <laughs> it starts to become such a big thing. Everybody's like, how bad? Is it? And I mix in a little Gallagher in there. I'm like, this is her mashed potatoes. Splat. That'd be great. That's people are showing up to my. Dude, how would that? I feel like having an act like that would become would be a little depressing. It has to because (laughs) it's the action that people are there for. Yeah. There's nothing that you say that they're there for. They're there for basically basically like when people go to. the Indians games mm-hmm. for the 4th of July, they're not even there for the baseball. Yeah, yeah, they're there for fireworks. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. That's, that's a Gallagher show. Well, that, you know, uh, Larry the Cable Guy at some point was like, like a 60 Minutes interview, and he's like, I have a lot more to offer. Like, he's not doing the accent. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm not even a cable guy. I've never even had a job where I do physical labor. He's like, before comedy, I was an accountant. You know, like he's, my name is Paul Merkowitz. Like, it's. Well, it's, shit, man. That's the, that is the, that, that's the problem with um, gaining a character like that. Andrew yeah. Dice Clay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Andrew Dice Clay basically has to live that character. Yeah. The yeah. only time he's not that character was when he when he's in a movie. Right. Every other time he's got to be that character. And that's kind of a that's like the monkey's paw thing where like you want every comedian that no matter what anyone tells you, every goddamn comedian wants to get big enough that people come to see them. Yes. That's that's the goal of every comedian. If you ever hear a comedian say, oh, you know, I'm in it for the art. He's bullshitting you. He's probably <laughs> in it just to be raping people. He's a liar. Jesus Christ. He's in it for something. He's in it for something. And it's not and if and if it's not for and if it's not for people to come, if it's not for a room full of people to come and listen to them talk, then it's to do something harmful to people. And <clears throat> but when you gain it through a persona that, you know, can ebb and flow. I mean, look at Larry the Cable Guy. It was hot for a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Until it wasn't. Right. And, you know, now, even if he tried to just do stand-up as his real name, people would be like, no, Larry the Cable Guy, you're going to be doing, you're going to be saying, get her done, and you're going to be, you know, doing that little voice and all that. And that's your thing. Dude, I love the idea of Larry the Cable Guy showing up in a suit. (laughs) And just being like, have you guys been following this Israeli-Pakistan situation over there in the Middle East? His audience just slack-jawed like, are they getting it done? (laughs) You you better say they're getting it done, Larry. (laughs) 
I would say I feel bad for him, but he has hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, dude, so yeah, he's cashing cars, checks, left yeah. and right. That, and that guy could, if he, dude, the reality is he would still be selling out theaters. Yeah. Like, if he went on tour, yeah. like, he's going to be doing, he's doing uh, just fine. And that's, yeah. that, it's funny, like, I worked with Emo Phillips a couple weeks ago. That what he that was not a character. Like he's backstage, like, oh, it's uh, nice to see you. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I will write a, my bio on a piece of paper, and then he literally had like a piece of paper that <laughs> smelled like Elmo's Elmer's glue, <laughs> and he just scribbled a weird bio on. <laughs> And that was him. He just became more and more like his character. It was like almost like he was just taking in himself and sort of accentuating it. Yeah. You know? But uh, yeah, that was that was definitely him. I mean, that was kind of, I was like, what's this guy going to be like? Because yeah, when he showed up in a cape with a fake flower, I'm like, oh, yeah, wow, he's already in his, his getup for the stage. And then That's he took the that all off is. and put on a different getup. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this isn't an act. Uh, All right, yeah. should we call it the show right now and start the next one? Yeah, let's start the show. Thank you guys so much. Thank uh, you. Uh, yes, and then New Year's Eve. Yeah, come out to hey, the New Year's Eve show. Harry and I are doing a show. If you're in the, near the Post Falls area, we'll be in the back of a vape lounge. Yes. <laughs> doing comedy on New Year's Eve. Uh, Free vapes. And it's it will be... Not for you. It'll be a mess. Yes. It'll be a bunch of rowdy Idahoans who I believe are allowed to carry in a bar. Which I will point to my penis several times. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, you big bitches. <laughs>